So you get married, maybe you have some kids, and pretty soon you find yourself wondering, who am I anymore anyway? Like, I don't even know who I am and what I care about and what gets me excited. Maybe it's been so long since you've laughed and had fun because there's so much on your shoulders and there's so much to do that you just don't make time for you anymore. Oh, I'm so excited for today's episode. Our friend Belinda Marin, she's a motherhood, marriage, and faith blogger and speaker, and her mission is to inspire women navigating the transitions of marriage and motherhood, and she blogs and she has resources over at inquietrust.com. Today on the Wife Like Me podcast, she's sharing with us how we can find ourselves again after kids and marriage. So let's dive in and let's hear what Belinda has to share with us today. Hey there. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to be a part of the A Wife Like Me podcast team and so glad to share and talk about our topic today, finding yourself again after kids and marriage. So I'm going to jump right in. Uh, That one is a topic that I wish I had the opportunity to um, hear other women talk about it and and just experience a mommy like me moment with another mommy or wife much, much sooner than when I did find myself. And I think it's something that we need to continue to talk about and have open on the forefront so that women are not left feeling lost um, as they make the transition to wife and while they're in the transition to motherhood or in the seasons of motherhood. So I'll talk a little bit about my story. I am a mother of two, as you've heard. My children are now uh, five and three. And I remember the moment when I felt my most lost, when I felt most lost, uh, where I had lost myself. And that was uh, shortly after I had given birth to my daughter, my baby girl, and my son was two. And so you can imagine what it's like to have a newborn and a two-year-old who still needs mama, um, who was not potty trained yet. And so it was just like having two babies in the home. And I just remember one day feeling like this isn't enough. I felt like the role of mom and wife had become a burden. And that was the moment that I realized that I had lost myself and that I was slowly turning what God had given as a blessing and a gift into a burden and a curse and becoming to and, and beginning to see it that way, which was a really tough thing to wrestle with. And I just knew, okay, no, this can't be it. This is this is what I dreamed of. This is what I've always wanted since I was a little girl. I imagine what it would be like to be a wife and to be married to the man of my dreams and to be a mother to, you know, a son and a daughter. I, I just dreamed of that. I journaled about it. And yet here I am in that moment doing it day in and day out. And it became a burden. And I know it became a burden, you know, because of the day in and day out. You know, when you have kids, you are running on their clock. You're running on their schedule. (laughs) As much as you try to bring some routine into the home and try to keep them on a schedule, no, they have you on their schedule (laughs) and you work around it. Um, But I I will say that one thing that I realized that I had done was I kept pushing myself aside. And it it wasn't even intentional. I think it's something that we do unintentionally as women, that once we dive into these roles as both wife and mother, that we immediately just thrust our our fullness into those roles. And then the the needs that we have, we just kind of push them aside or hope that, okay, well, you know, it'll go taken care of. Oh, I'll do it another day. And you know what usually happens when you say that it doesn't get done and you push it aside. But 
you feel that as if you're fulfilled because you're going to be the best mom that you can be and you're going to be the best wife that you can be until you hit that space where you just realize, yeah, um, it's just not happening. And I feel lost. I feel like I've lost me and I don't know where she is. And can someone help me find her? (laughs) If you felt like that, oh, girl, I felt like that too. And the first thing I would say that that you should do if you are feeling like that and you're listening to this is turn to God, turn to God first, you know, immediately send those feelings up to him when you feel like the gift and the blessing has now become a burden. And the Bible tells us, you know, come to me. He says, Jesus says in the Bible in his word to come to me, all who are heavy burden and weary, and I will give you rest. That's Matthew eleven twenty eight, And that was one thing that I think I was afraid to do because I was afraid to go to God and I was afraid to tell anyone that I felt like this blessing was starting to become a burden because I just was doing it day in and day out. And it was because I wasn't doing some things for me. And one of those things was spending some time with God and just releasing that burden onto him because of course he knows. And who else is going to give us the strength we need to handle each day and whatever comes with the day? Because of course, you know, when you have children and you are a mother, the unexpected always happens, right? (laughs) You can never plan and you can never be too sure. Things could never be just perfect. There's always some kind of unexpected thing that happens. And so really making sure that you turn to him and you reach out to him and you seek him, like the Bible says, to seek him with all of your face, you know, seek him with all of your heart, to seek him um, in those moments and share those deep heartfelt feelings with him so that he can give you the strength to continue. And when I started to do that and I started to journal, then I began to have a little bit more peace. And for me, it was something as simple as just being able to listen to my own song, to my own worship songs. And it, it's it's just so hilarious because I know there's another mom on here that's listening to this and thinking, yep, I know what you mean, because I have been listening to nursery rhymes for the past God knows how many years. And, you know, being able to listen to your own worship song, to a worship song or to a song that encourages you and gives you hope. Um, something that simple can definitely turn the course and, and change the course of how you feel. So, yes, number one, definitely turn to God. Number two, I would say is be intentional about me time. And by that, I mean, be intentional about making sure that you set aside time for yourself each day in whatever season of motherhood that you have. Because what I did was I missed out on the pockets of time that God had given me when both babies were napping or when hubby decided to just take the kids to go play. And I had just this little pocket of time. And I'm and and I'm not trying to say that we have tons of these pockets of time, because of course, most of those pockets, when you have young babies in the home and you're married, you're either filling them with family time, you're filling them with laundry, you're filling them with some kind of mommy duty that has to be done. But what I'm saying is intentionally taking time out the day, scheduling time with yourself for me time. And that me time can be whatever it is that you please. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be anything where you have to leave home. If you're in a situation where you can't leave home, I was in a situation where I couldn't really leave home. I uh, lived an hour away from most of my family and friends and we were living in a new city and I didn't really have any friends in that new city because we we were fairly new. So it it was going to take some time to get to know a few people. And I just remember feeling like, oh, my God, it's just me and the kids. 
And I remember, you know, one day my husband came home from traveling because he had traveled for work and he was gone pretty much um, Monday through Thursday out of the week. And so he would come home Friday and, you know, be tired. And and I would just say to him, oh, my God, it feels so good to have a conversation with an adult. (laughs) And he would laugh. And it it just meant so much to me, like that little bit, um, being able to have conversations with adults, because when you're on mommy mode, you're having conversations with your little babies. Um, but you're having conversations with an adult and, and being able to have those conversations about anything meant a lot during that time. Um, so what I would say after definitely turning to God, the second thing I would say is be intentional. Be intentional about making sure that you have time set aside for you to do something that you love or something that you enjoy. And that may have to be modified depending on your situation. If you're a mom that um, is unable to get out of the home um, to get some fresh air out outdoors um, because, you know, because of the kids, the babies are smaller, you have to be there. Then finding and creating me time around the house, something that would be for you. One thing that I know that I had created or, or that I started doing was listening to podcasts more. So when my babies were sleeping, that was a pocket of time that I could listen to a podcast. Or maybe, you know, if hubby was tending to the kids and I wanted to do laundry at the same time, well, instead of folding the laundry, you know, while listening to something meaningless, I could fold the laundry and listen to something, listen to something that I enjoy. And so what I would do is I would listen to a podcast or I would, you know, pull up a, an audiobook that I wanted to read. And maybe just, I'm, I may not have the time to sit back and actually read the book like I would want to, but audiobooks have been such a great, great resource for me. Um, so I've been able to finish a couple of books. <laughs> But I I did. I started listening to audiobooks and I would do that in between my time uh, when the babies were asleep or if they were uh, doing something else that didn't require my undivided attention. So I would have uh, one of my headphones in one ear and I would tune into a really good book. Another time is just listening to worship music. We are a music family. My husband is a musician. Um, I am a former worship leader. And so music, having music on um, was another thing for me. Now, of course, if you're like me, you probably have been listening to nursery rhymes. But like I said earlier, you know, being able to listen to a worship song means so much. So tuning into music, being able to just have that moment for yourself. I would do something just as simple as when I go take a shower, I put on my worship music and I've had some really, really awesome worship moments in the shower. (laughs) I'm sure you have too, if you're into music too, but um, something like that, just that would refresh me. I would go and I would come out of the shower uh, just a totally different person because I went in there. I had my moment with God. I had my moment to worship. Sometimes I cried my tears out about how heavy and hard it was to be a mom in this moment and how maybe tired or overwhelmed I felt. And then I would just feel so uplifted. I would pray, release it all, come out and then give again. I I almost felt like those moments um, replaced me to be able to give again to my family, to my husband and to my children. So finding, being intentional about your me time. And I'm not saying being intentional about, you know, scheduling a shower. <laughs> We've got to take it up a notch. But being intentional about scheduling a me time, um, if you can do it where it's outdoors, scheduling time to Go have coffee, even if you're going alone, you know, go sit at Starbucks by yourself with a notepad and just journal or scheduling time for you to just go on a walk by yourself with no kids. Um, Or maybe you want to take the kids with you and make that a thing. But scheduling that time to do that thing that you enjoyed, if you enjoyed being outdoors, do it. If you um, enjoy shopping, you know, scheduling that time, maybe not every week, but scheduling time to 
go to the mall and do some shopping on your own or do some window shopping. I do that a few times. Um, but, you know, do some window shopping and just look around and see all the beauty of all the things that are there and then save your coins and um, don't spend anything. That's something that you enjoy. If that's something that you enjoy, you can do that. There, there are countless ways that you can take those pockets of time that you do have and make it into something that is intentionally for you. Spa day. Get your mani, get your petties, you know, schedule that. When I finally realized that I could do that around my schedule and with my kids, that was a game changer because I kept pushing off my hairdresser appointments like, oh, no, this weekend's not good. Oh, I got to take care of this. Oh, the baby's sick. I can't. And so... Again, pushing ourselves aside unintentionally because we're moms and we just figure that we take the back burner. We're the last. Our children come first. Our husband or our husband comes first. You know, everybody, the other roles come first. And we forget that there is still us at the end of the day um, and not at the end of the day, but that we need us to be able to keep going. So making sure that you're intentional about having that time and um, revisiting those things that you love. You know, you may not be able to travel to France because <laughs> that's one thing that's on my list, right? You may not be able to travel to France, but you may be able to bring France home. You may be able to go to a place that inspires you about France. You may be able to go to a painting class and paint about it and dream about it um, or just having some time with your girls, um, with your girlfriends. That will lead to my next point. Find your village, find your tribe, get your girl gang together. Have that, have a village. You need a support system. Um, what I will say is that my support system knew that I was losing myself. And when they did, there was not a, you know, oh my gosh, she's losing herself. Do you see it? It was, sis, we're going out next weekend. I've already taken care of it. Your husband's taking the babies. Or sis, I'm coming up. I'm going to watch the babies for you. You and your hubby go have dinner. Or you and hubby just, you know, get out for a few hours. I've got the kids. You know, I, I remember so fondly the times where my besties would come over. And I remember one time they came over, hubby was at work and I was home with the, with the kids. And I remember my bestie had gone up to take them a bath and get them all together for the afternoon. And when she came back down, I was knocked out like mommy was down. <laughs> mommy was legit tired and that I don't even know. I don't remember falling asleep. And what I loved about my support system and about my village and about my bestie, she'll probably be tuning into this. They both will probably be tuning into this. But what I loved the most is that she let me sleep. Another one of my besties that um, I love. She actually flew in from another state, knew that I was having a baby and knew that this was my first journey. And she had already had um, two babies and um, one of which I'm the godmother of. And she took off two weeks of vacation and left her husband and her children to come and give me two weeks of her time to help me get acclimated at home after having had a C-section to help me with the baby so that my husband could go to work. When I tell you showered with love, my support system, sis, if you are listening, I love you to death. Oh, probably more. But sis, if you are listening, I love you. She came and for that two weeks, it was as if I didn't have to lift a finger. She was like, you had a C-section. We're going to get through this. You're going to recover. You know, baby is going to be fine. If you need to sleep, sleep. And there were times where she would just go, sis, 
I've got the baby. Time for you to take a nap. And I'd just be like, well, no, but I have to. And she's like, don't worry. If the baby wakes up, I will wake you up. But otherwise, go to sleep. You know, I'm going to the grocery store. Sis, I'm making dinner tonight. I've already talked to husband. And it was just amazing. So what I will say is you can't do it alone. Have a support system. And I love that my support system saw me losing myself and they stepped in whenever they could to help and to push me out of that space. So be intentional. Well, first off, turn to God. Always turn to God. Two, be intentional about your me time. Three, your support system. Have your gang. Have your tribe, call your girls. And if you don't have a support system, because like I said, I was living in a new town and so I didn't know any other moms. I didn't I had to meet other moms, of course, much later when my kids were in school. But I didn't know any other moms. I didn't know where to find moms because we were all home taking care of our babies. (laughs) But what I would say is connect with um, your local moms clubs. They're they're out there. They are out there, mama. Um, what I did, I started looking for moms online and that's because I knew, you know, we were in we're in the age of social media. And so when I went onto social media, I was looking for other moms. I was looking for other wives like me who shared the same values. And I just remember struggling to find someone and I didn't know where they were hiding. I was just, I was like, are they hiding somewhere? Is there a special code for moms who just feel lost and and need, you know, and, and just need support and, and want to get through this 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 journey um, in a happy way and not be alone. And I just remember hearing God's sweet, soft voice um, after not being able to find and being disappointed. And I just remember him telling me to, to be the person that I'm looking for. And that's when I decided to start my blog in quiet trust um, because I just felt like I was alone in this quiet place and I had to trust that God was going to walk me through and get me through it. Um, But as he did, I did pray for support and he did send. Um, So if you are looking for support, if you are that mom that are that's in that space where you feel alone in this journey and you feel alone, you're lost and no one even notices, I would definitely say to get connected with your local mom's groups as well. Get connected at your church. Uh, A lot of churches have mom groups. Um, Mops is a really great one. If you can get involved in a mops group, it's such great support. And then if you can't get to that means if you're not able to access those resources, definitely online. There are moms groups online. There are tribes of mamas and gangs of mamas and, and, and communities that are available and around to help and provide support. So we talked about putting God first. We talked about being intentional about your me time. And then we talked about support system, making sure that you have your support system. The last one I would say is to not be afraid to admit that you've lost your identity, to admit that you're finding yourself again, to one, accept it, accept that that's the space that you're in so that you can move forward and get out of that space. Because when you don't identify, you just keep going and you sink into a deeper hole. Accepting that that's the space that you're in and identifying it and calling it out and exposing it, allowing it to be exposed, then helps you to push past that place so that the blessing of marriage and the beauty and blessing of motherhood does not become a burden. Again, in Matthew eleven twenty eight, God tells us to come all who are weary and heavy burden, I will give you rest. And so coming to him and turning to him, you know, him who has come to seek and to save the lost, right? To make sure that we will always be found, um, to find us. 
He wants you to turn to him. So definitely um, turn to him and rely on him and lean on him in this season that you're in, in both motherhood and in marriage. And he will definitely um, get you through for sure. So I hope that this was encouraging to you today. I thank you so much for tuning in. And I can't wait to share more um, in a couple of more episodes that'll be coming along soon. Finding yourself again after kids and marriage, sis. Hang in there. Don't linger in that space long. You can and you will find yourself again. Turn to God. Be intentional about your me time. Be intentional about the things that you love. Build a support system, even if it's just one person. Build a support system. Find another mom. Join a mops group or even get online and and find an online mom's community. Hey, you can join in Quiet Trust. I'll be glad to have you. And then lastly, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to admit that you're feeling how you're feeling. Don't bottle it up. Use it, accept it, and use it to move forward. Thanks. Well, I love what Belinda shared, especially at the end. I don't, I don't know if I just needed to hear it or what, but I love her reminder that it is okay and it is healthy to admit that maybe you've put yourself on the back burner. Maybe you feel like you've lost yourself. To admit how you feel, to admit maybe you need help, or even just admit that you want to invest in yourself again. I love that. And thank you, Belinda, for sharing that with us. Ladies, we're talking all about our purpose this month in the A Wife Like Me Collective. We're digging into it. We're diving in. We're discovering more about ourselves over there. So we'd love for you to join us at collective.awifelikeme.com. But you can follow Belinda and you can find all of her uh, resources over at in quietrust.com and we will link that in the show notes and you can also follow Belinda on social media her handle is in quiet trust so thank you so much for listening to the wife with me podcast ladies if this is helpful shoot it over to a friend we love you and we will see you back next week